Hallelujah. What a blessing and what a privilege it is to come your way with the word of God today. I believe we come to find you well. I believe that wherever you are, your heart is open to receive the engrafted word. You know, James Root can say that when it comes to listening and to the word of God, we should lay aside every filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Amen. And receive with meekness the engrafted word that is able to save our souls. Hallelujah. So it's it's a very important attitude to have when it comes to receiving the word of God. And I'm going to read the same verse. It is in James chapter 1 and verse 21. Um, let me read it from the King James Bible verse. It says that, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Now the, the Passion Translation puts it this way. So this is why we abandon everything morally impure and all forms of wicked conduct. Instead, with a sensitive spirit, we absorb God's word which has been implanted within our nature for the word of life has power to continually deliver us. Amen. So what I'm sharing with you today is to be able to see the word of God. One of the questions that come to me a lot of times is what is the word of God? What, wh why is the Bible the word, the word of God? Do you understand? And then the question also we ask, or people ask is, can the Bible be trusted? Can it be trusted? Can the one we read in the Bible, is it just a history book or whatever? Can the Bible, can the words that we claim are the words of God be trusted? And then the third question that we ask, often people ask is, how do I read the Bible? Because it's a fat book by all standards. And if it's a fat book, where do I start from? Do I start from Genesis and go through all, all the way to Revelations? By the time I've finished, maybe I'll, I'll be, I'll be gray-haired uh, head by then and all that and so on and how do i teach, what are the relevant portions of the bible that can be applied to my life and the other question the next question people also ask is how do i interpret the bible how do i interpret the bible this is what god told the people of israel how can i apply to my life today this is paul wrote to the church in corinth how can it apply to me today now you see all i'm, I'm saying today is to be able to see the the, the importance the, the relevance and importance of the word of God in our life because believers today we unfortunately we don't read the Bible we don't study the Bible and then we don't let the word of God dwell in our hearts richly so I'm sharing this series with you so that we can be able to see the importance and the and, and, and the sanctity of the word of God and the re its relevance to our day-to-day -day life and the journey and the journey through the word of God where it will take us to and where God's word will direct us to and, and how we'll see how God sees us and how we see God now. Another thing in the Bible or the question people ask is um what in what way how is God revealed in the Bible? Very important. How is God revealed in the Bible? Now you see, so we, another theme you're going to be looking at is what is the theme? What, how is God revealed to us? And how do I understand God? 
the God that we talk about in the Bible. And also, is the Bible superior to any other book? There's so many books in this world. There's so many books in life. And um, I have been privileged to go to school a little bit um, um, from secondary, from primary secondary school, university. I was taught by in in in, in University of Ghana Faculty, Faculty of Law by, and then Ghana Law School by some of the most outstanding lectures you can come out you can come across um in ghana i mean I've, i was taught by the famous darucha and the uh, and kashiga these are very experienced most of them are past, i mean these are passed i mean they passed on anyway but they are very outstanding lectures i remember in the faculty of law i was taught by the the indefatigable Professor Fusuama and uh, um, Dr. Texan and um, uh, Fuchikata, Tachichikata, Kwamina Hoy. Um, um, all these were my lecturers in the university and um, his lordship, um, Dr. Korte, um, and all of them. These are very outstanding lecturers and I cherish them and I bless God for their lives. Now, they taught from books and all that. Now, is the Bible superior to any of these books? Is the Bible more, more, more if you like, sacred and sacrosanct? And I, I'm, I'm just saying this for you to understand that it's important for us as believers, you know, um, to understand the, 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 the to, to have to know what the Bible stands for and what we can glean from the Bible and how our lives can be transformed by the Word of God and to see what is it, why do we have to read the Bible so regularly every day and make the Bible, the words of the, uh, the, words of the Bible so important to us. It's very, very, very important. So it's going to be an amazing series and we would even try and look at the origins of the Bible. How was the Bible, uh, how did we have the Bible as we have today? And I know that you are going to be blessed. And I know that God is going to be gracious to you. Somebody shout your loudest. Amen. Alright, so I'm going to just start very, very briefly. And um, I'm going to, we are going to look at today, we are going to look at four reasons why the Bible can be trusted. Four reasons why the Bible can be trusted. Hallelujah. Very important. Maybe I can give you some more, but... It depends on the time that we have and then we have more time we can look at several aspects of the bible but it's important for us to open our hearts and receive this very important word i want to start by reading to you a familiar passage of scripture um in uh, in um second timothy chapter 3 and verse number 16 second timothy chapter 3 verse 16 all scripture is given by inspiration of god and it is profitable say profitable it is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for for instruction in righteousness that the man of god may be perfect thoroughly finished unto all good works amen so in making this is this simple very familiar passage is making us to see the importance of scripture for your life it is profitable may the word of god profit you today it's part of for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of god may be perfect thoroughly finished unto all good works hallelujah so let's start quickly and look at why the bible can be trusted 
Amen. The reason why you can bet your life on the word of God, you cannot bet your life on everybody's promise, you cannot bet your, your, your life on some of your friends' promises, you cannot bet your life on promise of some politicians or several politicians. I wouldn't say all several politicians or most politicians you cannot bet your life on anybody I'm telling you you can bet your life on God's word hallelujah so we are looking at some scriptures and um, why the Bible can be trusted amen first Kings chapter 8 you can write you can write some of these scriptures down you can write them and study them on your own you must become a, a, somebody who is who loves the word of God Bible says that the Christians uh, some Christians some were more intelligent or noble and spiritual than others those who are more spiritual and more knowledgeable Bible says that they took notes and they went home and referred to the scriptures to to see if those things were so so I'm saying that wherever you are, you, you, you can you write some of the scriptures down and study them on your own and, and see how they can impact your life and see how they can transform your life and bring a certain awakening and a certain excitement into your life again. May you go back to the Bible. May you go back to the May the word of God rule and reign in our hearts in the name of Jesus. So now let's look at 1 Kings chapter 8. The Bible can be trusted because Promises made to generations earlier have been kept. The reason why we can trust the word of God is because promises that God made to generations earlier have been kept. You know, we know we have something we call precedent. You know, you look at what has happened before and you use that case study to, to, to help you to make judgment and all that and make decisions for what is, what is uh, in the now. So you need to look at the past and see, did God make any promises to our forefathers? Did God say something that you will do? And did he follow through? Do you understand? Did he follow through? That's one of the rules of golf. The two important rules of golf is eye on the ball and follow through. That means that you've got to, you, you have to focus and then follow through. Now, did God follow through with his promises? When God promised them, when God put the people of Israel, that he chose them and said he's going to bless them, he's going to lead them out of captivity into the promised land, did he keep his word? Did it come to pass? The Bible says to us in 1 Kings chapter, 5, chapter 8 and verse number 56, Blessed be the Lord that had given rest unto his people Israel. May God give you rest. I don't know what sort of struggles you find yourself in today. I don't know what agitations are going on. I don't know what stresses you, 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 you are being confronted with today. But Bible says that, Blessed be the Lord that gave rest unto his people according to all that he promised. They have not failed one word of his good promise. Bible calls it good promise. Amen which he promised by the hand of Moses, his servant. Now, this is very important. Blessed be the Lord who had given rest. You know, he told them. The people were distressed. 
The people were under so much oppression and wickedness under the hand of Pharaoh. And God told Moses that, let me go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And Moses went and we know all that happened and all the, the issues and the difficulties and the challenges and all that. But somehow, God was able through the leading, through the hand of Moses, lead the people out of captivity. And God promised them, I'm going to take you out of this place to a place of rest. And of course, we know the life of the journey in the wilderness. Sometimes when, have, when, when God gives you a promise, it doesn't happen in a day. It takes time. And so you have to go through the wilderness experience. Some of us are not able to manage our wilderness experience well. The wilderness is a transitional period from the time you leave Egypt to the time of to the place of promise so you know many of us you know the people of Israel they complained they grumbled they murmured against God and they murmured about food about water they made about Moses and all that and all of it I'm showing sure the heart of what God said look I know the plans I have for these guys I'm taking them to a good place and as you hear me today I need for you to know that God has a plan for your life and God is taking out of Egypt to the promised land he brought them out that he may take them into. Now that is important. But how do you manage your wilderness in the interim? So we see the promise come to pass. How do you handle yourself? How do you handle your thoughts? How do you handle your relationships? How do you handle your work with God? I met somebody who recently who told me that he's very upset with God because uh, God's promise has not come to pass up until now and he's been upset with God and I spoke to him and he said, uh, I've forgiven God. I just love. Well, maybe some of you need to forgive God because you don't seem to see what God is doing. But I, I came to tell you here today that God's promises are yea and amen in Christ. I might preach it to anybody. So Bible says that he has not failed. He has not failed. Oh yes, I know we are living in a world where people just promise and they, they, they throw it out of the out or out into the gutter. Politicians will promise to build new bridges where there are no rivers. Somebody told me that the good of nature of a politician is somebody who promised to uh, to build a bridge and later on explain why he couldn't build it for you to believe it. What a shock! Now I'm telling you something. I don't know. So these days, we, we, of course, we are talking about. Uh, 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 the campaign promises and we're also talking about about uh what's the other one even we're talking we're talking about the hope hope is the one that is making people feel there's hope in uh, hope hope coming up through this uh, this political party and all that and then we also have the big push <laughs> so hope and big push hope versus big push who is going to keep his promise which of them which of them well we are praying and trusting that somehow they will be able to keep what they have, the promise they have said. But I want to tell you that somebody whose promise is yea and amen, he never fails. Bible says that he promised to take them out. And in spite of all the challenges, in spite of all the difficulties, he went ahead of them. They went through the rivers, the, 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 the Red Sea. They went through the Jordan. They went through had, um, calamities and troubles and all sorts of situations. But the Bible says that finally, he brought them to a place of rest. I see God taking you to a place of rest. I don't know how frustrated you feel. I don't know how your heart is, what's happening in your heart. But today, I came because I want to tell you what God has said concerning your life. Now, turn your Bible with me again to the book of Joshua, chapter 23. Joshua has led them all through this period and taking them to, um, um, through the challenges, took over from Moses and led them into, to possess their blessing. And now time has come for Joshua to move on. And chapter 23, 
and verse number 14. Let's look at it. Bible says, Joshua chapter 23, all right, and verse number 14. And behold, this day I am I'm going to the way of the earth. And ye know in all your hearts and in all your souls that not one thing has failed of all the good things which the Lord your God spake concerning you. All are come to pass unto you, and not one thing has failed thereof. Now, this was the leader, the general Joshua, speaking to them. And he said, The time has come for you to go to the way of all the earth. A time has come for me to move on. And he said, But you know, I've been with you, I've led you all these years. And you know that how God has not failed in any of the good things he promised you. He said, I'll take you to the land. He took you to the land. Listen, the reason why we can trust the Bible is because the promises that he made to our forefathers, he followed through with the promises. He kept the promises. He kept his word and he brought them to a good land, a land for a naked money. Of course, those who doubted, those who, who, who didn't believe, those who threw away the promise, missed out on, the, on, on this point. But I'm going to tell you something. As you hear me today, I don't know what promises God has given you. I don't know where I come to, I come to find you. But listen, Listen to me, I challenge you today. Open your heart and let the word of God rule and believe it that what God has said about you it shall come to pass. Not one Joshua said, You know, you know, you know, you know that the good things he promised you, he has done it. He said he will bring you, he brought you to the land, he apportioned portions to you. The land is a good and fertile land. God has brought you here and has kept his word. I see God keeping his word in your life. Shout amen. Am I preaching to you? So the reason we can trust the word of God is because the promise he made to our fathers and generations earlier, he has kept them. What a way. There's a scripture that I would like us to see in Mark. The book of Mark, a very um, familiar scripture, chapter 16 and verse 20. The Bible says, And they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following so you see they went forth jesus had told them that go and preach and all the distance shall follow you if you believe in all that and so on and speak in new tongues you shall cast out devils and all that you work you shall work on serpents and scorpions and deadly things and you shall drink deadly things and nothing shall hurt you nothing shall harm you this was a promise he gave them and the bible says so after the lord as he has spoken he was received to heaven and the people believed the word of god and they went for preaching the gospel everywhere and the lord confirming his word i see god confirming his word in your life i see god promises coming to pass in your life i see god establishing every promise that he has given you the bible said they went forth preaching and the Lord confirming his, his word, his word, the way that he the way that he sent them to preach, as they preached it, God confirmed it. I see God confirming his word in your life. Number two, the second reason why we can trust the word is because we can trust the Bible and trust the God of the Bible because God stands by his word until it comes to pass. God stands by his word until it comes to pass. Hallelujah. So look at um, another, um, look at the book of Ezekiel chapter 12. 
Ezekiel chapter 12 very important scripture and a beautiful one as well Ezekiel chapter 12 verse number 25 it says for I am the Lord I will speak and the way that I shall speak shall come to pass it shall be no more prolonged for in your days O rebellious house will, will I say the way and will perform it saith the Lord God hallelujah this is God speaking God says that I am the Lord I will speak and the way that I shall speak shall come to pass can you believe it I will speak and the way that I speak shall come to pass my friends listen and listen very very carefully God says that and when, whatever it shall not be prolonged sometimes what we think is what we call delays actually not God delaying at all God has no there's no reason why God will delay or deny you of what he has said would come to pass but what we, what we, what we must understand is God's timing somebody say timing I see his promise coming to pass in your life God says it will not be prolonged it shall come to pass so this is important for you to understand that what god god stands by his weight god will put his, his whatever he is life on his way now if i said it it shall come to pass. that is why it's important to believe totally totally the whole, the whole counsel of god when god talks about eternity it's real there's heaven there's hell when god talks about when god talks about about prosperity when god talks about eternal life when god talks about salvation they're all real because god always keeps his word am i preaching to anybody so what is it's important for you to open your heart and let god rule and reign and let the word of god gain ascendancy in your life and transform your life forever i thought you shout amen so that's the second reason why we can trust the word of god there's another scripture i believe that is important for us to look at as we study this very very beautiful beautiful uh, subject today all right bible says in matthew chapter 5 verse 18 for verily i say unto you till heaven and earth pass one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled bless god this is god speaking not a man he says that till heaven and earth pass not one jot not one jot not as in jot as in cigarette <laughs> but not one jot or tete shall pass without it being fulfilled listen my prayer for you today is that you will open your heart and see what god is telling you see the blessing the help of god in your life god says that what he has said it cannot one jot one cross one dot one title the comma none of them will pass without god fulfilling his word so all these scriptures i'm giving them to you too to provoke you to make your interest in the word of god rise again that when you read the bible you see what god has written you're going to see god's grace i bless god my bishop has written so many books but all the books that he's written the foundation the root of it is in the bible he often says that if you cannot it cannot be substantiated from the word of god throw the book away throw it away 
because a book that is for believers, a book that that is that's a point found on the word of God without biblical basis, it's of no value. So listen, that is why it's important for you to be guided. You know, in this series, I'm going to show you how you can read the Bible and how you can interpret the Bible and also how you can you you, you can be blessed by books written based on the Bible. Now listen, many of us, many people ask the question all the time, how, where do I start from when I want to read the Bible? We are going to be answering all those questions in this series and I know that God's word will gain grounds in our lives and you'll be mightily blessed. I did hear your loudest amen. Can you look at another passage of scripture in, um, uh, let's go to, I believe, Jeremiah, please. Jeremiah chapter 1. I really hope you have your Bible and I really hope you can find Jeremiah because, you know, when you say Jeremiah, people are walking around Matthew and Mark and those areas. What a shock. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 12. Now, okay, let me start reading from verse number 11. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast well seen. May you see well. Hallelujah. For you, and went on to say, For I will hasten my word to perform it. I will hasten my word to perform it. I will hasten my word to perform it. If I come to find you discouraged today, maybe you have been wondering, will it ever come to pass? Will I see God's promise? I believe in ministry. I believe God is going to bless me in ministry, but I still see what I, I was expecting to see. I believe in, in God's help. I believe God's involvement in my life, but somehow things are falling out of place. But listen to the word of God. I wish you can believe it. Because see, the truth of the matter is that the Bible tells us that the word that we are preaching today was preached earlier on. But those who did not receive it and mix it with faith it will not help them so as i speak may you mix the word of god with faith that is how to profit you and to help you god said i'm hastening to perform my word this will go to Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a young boy who had been called into ministry as a prophet and he was wondering, I mean, he, had to be, he, he was full of fear because it's just like, ah, how will it turn out? I'm just a little boy, no, I mean, you know, I don't know what's going to happen to me and was frightened by all the evil and all the issues of the day. But Bible says, God said that I knew you when you were your mother's when you are clothed of blood. I formed you. I formed you. I have a plan for your life. I have a purpose for your life. And as God spoke, he said, open his eyes and said, I see an almond tree. And God said, listen, you have seen well. If you, if you don't see well, you are going to see negative things and, and, and all sorts of things. But God told Jeremiah that you have seen well. I pray that your eyes will be taken away from, from disaster and from trouble. And you focus your eyes on eternity and the God who answers prayer and the God who fulfills his word. God told Jeremiah, you have seen well. You have seen well. I will hasten to perform my word. Amen. You can trust the word of God because God stands by his word. His word is his life. Many of us, our words are like rubbish. The other day I saw um, um, this WhatsApp that people forward and so on. And um, this, this WhatsApp, this particular one has this... Um, sewage truck a sewage um truck that, that extracts um, toilets and all that and so on and i saw this tanker that they've written behind the tanker on the on the whatsapp that this sewage tanker contains political 
promises. I said, man, that is below the belt, you know, that's below the belt. That the thing that is co- that contains toilet has political promises. In other words, political promises are like toilet. Now, why not? I mean, it's, it's, it's not so, it doesn't look so fair. But if you see that people promise and don't keep their word, you almost equal it to that, you know. But I'm just saying, I don't agree fully, but I, I'm just saying that people's words are of no value. That is what the people have no value. They promise this and they fail. They promise and they, as they are promising uh, uh, heaven, they are, they, they are taking you to hell. I pray for the grace of God that you believe the, what God has said, that God's word is true and God's word has power and God, God stands by his word. He stands by his word. He will fulfill his word in your life. Is it concerning your children, concerning your home, concerning your marriage, concerning your ministry? What is it? What is it that is that, that, that God has promised concerning you? He stands by his word to fulfill his word. That is why he could tell the disciples that don't let your heart be troubled. I'm going to heaven and I'm going to take you where to where I'm going. In my father's house, I'm in mansions. This is the promise of Jesus. And he stands by his word. One day, one day, he's going to come. One day the heaven is going to split open. One day the king of glory is going to come and i pray for you and i i i, I wish and I, I pray that as you hear me today with all you're getting you will get christ i pray that with all that you have christ will be the center of your life and if you align to rule in your heart you're going to see his grace like never before and he's going to have his way in your life you're going to see him fulfill his promise in your life shout amen now i have a bit of time so i'm going to give you maybe one or two more points and then we close for today the Bible can be trusted because it is unchanging in a changing world. The word of God is unchanging in a changing world. The word is fast changing. The changes in the world it's all the time, all the time. Everything is either improving or deteriorating. But I think that the rate of deterioration is much faster than the rate of improvement, unfortunately. Technologically, we seem to be improving and, and doing this. Many things are being found and many ways inventions are being made here and there. As I'm preaching now, that some, some, some several years back, there was not no gadgets to be able to preach. I mean, the way and record and all these things. Things have come up and so on. But we are still far away, far away from what really, really, really there is. You know, as we are struggling with, with coronavirus and struggling for vaccines and thousands are dying everywhere, in all, every part of the world, the whole world has been grounded, grounded. I mean, a few months ago, nobody ever dreamt that a time is going to come when all the aircraft are packed in the in the in at the airport when when pilots of one of the highest professions in the world they they they, they will have jobs who, who, who i mean everybody wants to work for an airline because going to get them a free air ticket here going to get some pecs here and there now they are laying everybody off many jobs hotels are closed down i went to this five-star hotel it's been shut completely this hotel is closed down that's all shut five-star hotel can you believe it? I mean, restaurants are not working. I mean, so much has happened in this short period. Nobody could ever anticipate that something like that can happen. Now, it's a very fast-changing world. My friends, I need you to know that the world keeps changing. People keep changing. Situations keep changing. We are changing the way of doing so many things. But I want to tell you that the word of God never changes. Hallelujah. This is, that is it. The word of God never changes. The Bible can be trusted 
because it's unchanging the first changing we look at first peter chapter 1 verse 25 first peter 1 25 by the word of the lord endureth forever the word of the lord endureth forever and this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you the word of god endureth forever when god says i love you it endures forever your husband will say he loves you but if next time you realize you are the court, I mean, separating and divorcing. Your wife says, she will say she loves you. The next time we hear about it, she's gone away somewhere else with somebody else. Now I'm saying to you that the world is changing so fast. But God's word endures forever. When Bible says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's an unchanging God. He's an unchanging Savior. His word is true. He says He loves you. He loves God loves you to the extent of giving His only begotten Son to die on the cross. No matter how far away you get from God, He still loves you. No matter how far you run away from God, He still cares about you. Like the prodigal son, He left His father's house and went to a faraway country. He changed His mobile number. His father couldn't reach Him anymore. When the father calls, said the mobile number you're calling out of coverage area the boy traveled fine and went to have fun and forgot about his father's home but the father's love was always there the father never changed his stance concerning the son so when the son even rehearsed his message that he was going to come back to the father when uh, when he when he came to his senses and he began to run back to his father's house the bible says that he he came dirty filthy and then rehearsed his speech that when i go i tell my father i'm i'm i take me as one of your high servants because the servants have bread to eat but i'm famished here in in, in in with hunger and all that by the time the boy finished his speech the father has shut his mouth the father ran to him hugged him didn't care how dirty the boy was didn't care how filthy how smelly he was he commanded that his clothes be changed he put a new robe on him he gave him a new pair of shoes he put a ring on his finger he never called that that son a servant although the boy said take us one of the high servant the father called him my son that's what he told his big brother when the boy's big brother came and said you got me organize a party for this wayward rebel the father said that hey he is your brother he's my son this is my is your brother and he's my son he was lost and he had been found the father's love never changes and that is what i mean by god never changes his love his word his integrity what he stands for he stands for throughout all time that is why you can trust every promise you read about the word of god you can trust every word that god speaks to you because he promises a year and amen he never fails he keeps his word and he fulfills his word peter wrote and said but the word of the lord endures forever he still heals he still saves he still delivers he still restores life he still he still cares about us he still directs our paths i know you are shouting your loudest amen wherever you are today now the final thing i'm i need to say today because my time you know i'm not out of word i'm always out of time not out of word but i need to bring up this very important point to us before we close the fourth reason why the fourth reason why the word of god uh, can be trusted is because heaven and earth will pass away but its word remain forever heaven and earth they will pass away government will pass away leaders will pass away human beings will pass away people will die things will change but his word stands forever Matthew chapter 24 verse 35 heaven and earth shall pass away heaven and earth shall pass away heaven and earth shall pass away but my words shall not pass
has a way. Wow, wow. This is a this is, this is a, a, a formidable statement. My word will never pass away. What has God said that you can hear now? What has God spoken that you can receive now? He says, My word will never ever pass away. My dear friends, if you heard me today, if you can hear me wherever you can hear me this afternoon, uh, whatever, whatever time it is, I need you to know that it's, this world is fast changing, fast passing away. It's a fading and a, the world is a world full of phantom. It's just passing away and, and it's just no substance. It's, it's not it's not strong, substantial enough, but God's word can be depended on. God's word, God's word can be counted on. You can take him at his word and you swear rule and reign in your heart. He said, my word would never ever pass away. Oh, I came to tell everybody who heard me today and who came, who, who listened to me this today, that God's word can be trusted. The word of God can be trusted. The word can be counted on. The word can be depended on. So we're going to be talking about how to understand the Bible, how to interpret the Bible. We're going to be talking about... Um, the major themes of the Bible, because what is the theme? You know, I did Bible knowledge in university. I'm in in secondary school. I did religious uh, studies in in assist form. I did, um, of course, religion also. First first year in university and some parts of second year and all that and so on. So I've studied it to a point, but I studied it for just the knowledge of passing an exam. But I'm telling you, friends, that I'm talking about the revelation of the Word of God. Let the God reveal Himself to you through his word we're going to be seeing who god is who god is and understand who god is possibly if we can we don't understand it fully but as much as god has read to his word from his word we're going to see what we can know about god through the bible the god of the bible i'm talking about and then we're going to see several other subjects and even if we have time we're going to see some of the the role of man and why is the man in this world and and what are, what is god expecting of us and all that it's going to be one of the most important series you've ever had in your life and i know that god's word will come strong into your life and you'll never be the same today before we share the grace, before we close, if you are here and you heard me, you heard me preach, you heard the word of God, and you have all of us have Bibles around um, us. I mean, all the time when we're growing. I remember my mother gave me a Bible when I was going to secondary school form one at the age of 13. He said, My son, this book will be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. Bless God for mothers. Mothers are like angels. And listen, an angel before, look at a mother. She gave me a Bible and said, This book will be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. And this is saying, I was 13 years old. I, I'm now, uh, I don't want to tell you my age. I'm not young. I'm just uh, 79. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just telling you to understand that, you know, when I had this Bible, I didn't know so much, but I started studying and reading. I met people who introduced me to the Word of God and helped me to understand it. You know, Bible, there's a hymn writer who says that on Christ the solid rock, rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. I want you to, uh, you know, as I got as I got to know the Word of God, I got, got to understand some of the things. It built my faith and made me stand on solid ground. Am I preaching to anybody? So today, if you can hear me, I want to pray with you that God's word will have gain a sentence in your life. First of all, you need to give your heart to Christ. Life without Christ is a losing game. My friend, with all you're getting, get Christ. I want you to pray this special prayer. If you can hear me today, say with me, Dear Lord Jesus, I open my heart to you. 
I make you the Lord of my life. Come into my heart. Rule in my heart. Please write my name in the book of life. From this moment, I am yours and you are mine. I will save you the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for receiving me. Thank you, Jesus, for washing away my sins. From this very moment, I am born again. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, what a blessing it is. And um, I'm going to come your way, God willing, same time. And I know God's word will just do you good. Amen. Stay well, stay blessed. Keep serving God and keep working with God. God bless you.